0: Kenny and his son, Bogart, from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it, as we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff.
1: Welcome to Consignment Heroes. We are here live. This show is all about stuff, your stuff, our stuff, everywhere stuff, stuff. I'm Bogart Kenny here with my dad, Paul Kenny on Father's Day for a let's just call it a special edition just because it's Father's Day of uh, Consignment Containment Heroes. This show is live. We are live until about twelve o'clock, regardless of what you've heard. This is the hour. This is what you need to tune in for. I know it's nice weather out there, but uh, you know you can sit outside and still listen to us. This show is about stuff. Your stuff, our stuff, everywhere, stuff, stuff. We're talking about um, you know anything to do with antiques. You know, talking about art, any sports mobilia, gold, silver. Any, any type of magazines, military stuff, paintings, uh, you know, uh, vintage clothing, you know, there's, there, it's just really anything. You can look at something, it has a value. It can be old, it can be new, it can be something really old that you didn't even think. It can be, it can be faked to look old. I, like, I know a lot of stuff that is fake to look old. Um, if you do want to call in right now, we are taking your calls about your stuff or somebody else's stuff. It doesn't matter. The number to reach us right now is 416. 416- Three six zero zero seven four zero. Again, that is 416-360-0740. The toll free number is 186-740-4740. Get a do up here. Make sure they both work. We've got a lot of information. If you know, if you missed our store address, if you missed our email address, if you missed our number to call us the store or even the show number, then they will be coming out again. So just stay tuned in. Or if you can tune in late, we're here for you for the whole hour. I see you glossing over Father's Day. That's because you didn't get me anything? No. Happy Pros- Father's Day. I got you. You yeah. said happy Father's yeah. Day. I'd be a lot happier to write a gift. No, I'm just saying well, that's where I'm going right after this. Through a gift. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh I see. So you must be going out to uh, Southworks or out to my friend oh, oh yeah, that's what you need more I see. I forgot. Yeah. I gotta mention that. Um if today you can listen to us in the car as you're driving out to my friend at um Popperson's Corner. Ron, I was talking to him this week. He's open again. And he's got so much guy stuff there. So much. He had a room that was 9,000 square feet. It was empty last time I saw it. That was before the blitz. And now it's full. And his store of 15,000 square feet is full. I mean, he's got stuff. This is Ron. And right now he says, Paul, we've been closed for three months. I need money. And I said, are you going to give deals? He's, oh, maybe. He kind of didn't I think he'd give you a deal if you asked for Good telling. No. Go and ask for Robs. He's is at Clappison's Corners. He's up on Highway 5. Uh, sorry, Highway 6, north of 5, right next to the dinosaurs. I think he even has a dinosaur out front now. He's on the west side of the street. The dinosaurs. If you go out there, everyone knows the dinosaurs if you drive up there. yes, everybody's from Guelph. Then no, he's not from Guelph. He's south of Guelph and north of Hamilton, in between on Highway 6. Oh, yeah, more confusing. No, people who know that know when they go to Christie, which is no longer on, they would know to go there. But also, my friends at um, Southworks are open today, and nothing would be better. You know, a couple of customers um, call me in. They call during the week as well, and one said, "It's um, you enjoy the item, but you enjoy the hunt for it. So if you're hunting for it, which, what could be better than taking your dad out to Clapton's Corners or the Southworks Antique Mall and going through... And seeing what he likes. Are you trying to say something? I'm trying to say they should be. No, we're, no, we're staying here. We have a barbecue. Um, but I'm saying other people can go out there. My friends at um, uh, South Works is open. It's all friendly. It's all clean. Wide aisles. Um, they're all ready for people. Um, and it's got stuff. It's got it brings you back in history. That's what we deal with. Mm-hmm. Now, the other reason, like I say, it's a nice trip. Today's a beautiful day for traveling, isn't it? Is it nice out or what? Well, it's a little hot. A little hot. You're yeah. in a car with air conditioning, it's not hot. Yeah, but it's not air conditioning. It's a, it's a hot day.
2: Okay, okay. I'm
1: the guy that prefers the winter over the summer anyway. We're going to be talking about the price of gold and silver today. And today, a special treat to you. Okay. Well, every week now, we're going to have what well, we think was well, the most expensive item. That's so for can't, the that's a treat for me. Yeah. You're not getting the item. Oh. It is a Bogart. Movie poster. I want you to guess how much you think it could be worth, what it's sold for. What, a Bogart movie poster? Casablanca. Like an authentic one from what? Like the 1939? Yes. thirty nine. Yes. Uh, $100,000. At least guess real. I don't know. 478000 US. No way. Yes. For a poster? For a poster. Live from the laundry room. You heard it here today. $478,000 sold. Now, but the thing is, people maybe have don't have a Casablanca at home, but they might have a Star Wars. They might have a taxi driver. There's, these are over 200, 300, 400. They're not using They're probably in the basement. You've gone by your Star Wars thing. You're no longer looking at Star Wars. The poster might be in your uh, basement. So, posters are, we should add that to the list of things that people should be able to call in about. It is on the list. If you ever read the whole list, no, you'd see it there somewhere. I, I don't see it here. It's, on the, it's near the end. It's near the end. But we're going to talk about gold and silver prices. We're going to talk about auctions today. We're going to talk about, like I say, buying off your neighbor as well. I mean, okay. Uh, speaking of neighbors, if you do want to call in We Are Your Neighbor right now, the number to reach us right now is 416-360-0740. Again, that is 416-360-0740. The toll-free number is 1-866-740-4740. No, before the call, I said i do this. You know, who comes on the show. He was on our show, then we were on Vision. we were on Vision TV. Yeah. And we did the show there. And Ann came in with his cousin. So, Ann, I told him today, he wants to shout out to Alexa and Nick, his daughter and his future son in law, just got engaged yesterday. Oh, awesome. And no, no, I mean, that's important because during this blip, family is important. It is important. And we've got to keep on doing stuff. We can't let this blip in history wreck everything. So, we got to continue on, right? Yeah. Well, it okay. only wreck it if you let it wreck it. Uh, okay, let's, uh, we, we got Rick on the line. Right away? Yeah, let's go to Rick right away. Okay, Rick right away. Rick right away from the laundry room. Hey, Rick. Oh, we we, we, we not have Rick on the line.
3: Okay. He's there,
1: but we're asleep at the wheel. Um, okay, so uh, we can also go to another call, but I don't know if that's going to be taken right now. Uh, what else did you have to say? Oh, well, okay, something happened there. Okay. No, I want to talk about auctions. I was yesterday I was with Glenn. He was on last week, but remember the sixty thousand dollar jersey that the person threw into the garbage. Yeah. That we thought it was only worth two thousand. Then we found out what it was really was a father's jersey from uh, the Ottawa Sanders, who won they were the first dynasty, everything before the Montreal Canadians had their dynasty and before the Leafs had were mini dynasties mm-hmm. But they threw away the sixty thousand dollar version jersey. Well I was actually. Um, Glenn's yesterday, and he was on. Um, he, people brought in some stuff. They brought in um, uh, Muhammad Ali drawing
4: mm-hmm. and
1: autographs. They brought in some other autographs, some ticket stubs. Um, he got. I also brought showed in my uh, I bought it. I kind caught of a Kamisky chair. So I'm gonna call this last week. Had a chair from Comiskey Park from 1990. Plus they had some uh, ticket stubs from Russia. For the Candace seventy two series, you yeah. know? No, no, you, you got me. Do you like, know what oh. that is? Yeah, Henderson's gold, all this. Yeah, yeah, so yeah you're yeah. not complete. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I right. wasn't alive, but I know the history. Okay, so nobody, people, he, he buys it. You know, he he's buying this kind of stuff. We're trying trying to buy it. So on yesterday, when I'm there, another gentleman came in and he said he got offered sixteen thousand dollars for a hockey stick. He didn't take it. He decided to put into auction. He thought he'd get more. Well, guess what happened? He didn't. He got 9000 for it for a hockey stick, which is still a lot of money for a hockey stick, but it's not 15000 My point here is not all auctions. When people give us stuff, we'll tell them to put in an auction, they can consign it. With consigning, the difference is, is you get to pick the price, okay? this guy would have sold a $16,000 hockey stick to us, he would have picked $16,000 in price. You can sell it to us and we also help with donating but we do the entire thing a lot of people say we'll 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 help you with downsizing and stuff like that we'll get you the most money for what you have Mm -hmm. but auctions a lot of people say oh i'm just gonna put an auction not all auctions are the same because i buy at auctions glenn my friend buys at auctions. we buy at auctions because uh we can get better deals and we were buying it off the public because there's only if no one else is bidding against them i know glenn bought a jersey yesterday he said he bought for uh, uh, a little under 2500 and he would have paid 6000 for it, I think. And wow. he said... That's well, someone was offering a bad deal. That no, but the point is there's not two people bidding. This is the difference I've been saying yeah, but if people don't know that they could get a better price elsewhere... You can't if them. you just said this, if people don't know. Ah. But what do we do? We know. Okay. Now, that's the difference, and that's how we help people. Hey, on this show... Plus, also what we do with um, uh, if someone's downsizing, okay? We're running coins this week as well. But this is important because, like I said, the person had this thing here, and um, he said he got, you know, goes off at 16000 end up taking nine. dollars mm-hmm. out of the nine, dollars he had to give up a commission on it. So he only probably got about 8000 on it. So the bottom line is, if there's an issue, they they, they should call you. If they want to get rid of something, they should call you. Cause- yes you will know how to get rid of it, if anything. So it's like, even if we don't buy it off of you, we know the best way and avenue to get rid of it. Or if you want to get it, we know the people how to get it. We are the, the China collect uh, connectors. call it. What That's the word you shouldn't have made up. That is, that's the word you shouldn't have made up. antique connectors. Whatever way you want to you know, put out it. Because... Well, you, you always used to sell, I remember you used to say that all your antiques were called, it was mainly China. Yeah. You called it China all the time. China, yeah. China, this is all China. And I never understood it. I thought it was just antiques. And you said because well, it was mainly made in China. Because you're not made in China. Why, then why is it called China? I have a valid point. No, you don't. Yes, I, the rest of the world knows, knows the stuff now is made in China. Back then it was made in England. So why was it called China? Uh See? Exactly. You know I don't know this. Exactly. I'm gonna find out. And your so. email address is literally China for you and yet you still don't. Because it's dishes. It, exactly. So what is dishes? China for you? Yeah. China I don't get it. Why I never understood why it was called China. I don't I still don't. What if is you China, yeah. Um you know I'm gonna to have to find I out. Know. I'll come back now. Uh if you if, if you wanna reach us right now or if you have the answer on China, the number to reach us right now is four one six three six zero zero seven four zero. Again, that's four one six Three six zero zero seven four zero. The toll-free number is 1866-740-4740. Now maybe we can go to Rick. Is Rick, there. Happy Father's Day, gentlemen. How are things Happy going? Happy Father's Day. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing great. You know, Paul. I had a really busy week this week because uh, things are starting to heat up again. Uh, and as you know, we got we got a couple of calls and we've been out visiting yep. people who want to list their homes and they want uh, they want to downsize. Uh, and, and this is something I'm just telling everybody right now. It's an excellent, excellent time to list your home because, again, not everyone has listed their home. So that means uh, less available product, meaning more money for the person selling. So before everybody because sooner or later, because, you know, people still want to sell their homes, but they've been waiting, waiting, waiting. And there's going to be this rush. And all of a sudden, we might see too many houses for sale on the market. And you know what happens when that happens. Well, so that's when Price. we turn up the, the, the principle of supply and demand. Exactly, exactly. So it's a great time. People are buying. Uh, people are still paying good money for houses, uh, you know, and they should be giving us a call, not just for a free evaluation on the value of their home, but in ways that they can improve the value of the home. And the reason they should list with us, Paul, is because we reach a larger audience, per se. That means mm-hmm. uh, we... we uh, we're able to expose their property to far more people than their local realtor can. You know nothing against those people; I'm sure they're fine realtors. But we can we can do a better job because we can expose their property to more people, meaning more money on offer day. Yeah, well, there is a lot of people. I, don't know, I don't know how many. Can I, how many times last year the people said, "Oh, we're going to wait till the spring. We're going to wait till the spring." Well, the spring right. came, and also yeah. the blip came, and exactly. guess what happened? They ain't selling yeah. their houses. They didn't. And yeah. putting it off again. And mm-hmm. what's happening is you're getting deeper and deeper. in. like I say, you're not living in the house. Yeah. You're still paying the taxes. Mm-hmm. You're still paying um, uh, the mortgage on it, you know. Right. Opportunity it, it, cost if if you're one of the lucky ones, you're paying the mortgage. Because as you know, a lot of people have started deferring their mortgages because for whatever reason, their personal financial situation has temporarily changed. So this is another reason they should contemplate selling it now before things get any worse for them. So if they, if they are interested in selling, they should call us and call us soon while the market is still pretty relatively strong. You know, sales have slowed down, but things are starting to pick up. People are still buying. And I think I anticipate we're going to start seeing many, many properties coming on the market uh, as the situation for them changes. And uh, the sooner the better, you know, uh, I think. Still, so you don't have to say yes.
0: On that's this. the thing. Like I say, yeah.
1: that's the idea when they're listening is to know I have to sell. No, mm-hmm. you're lucky if you get your price, and then mm-hmm. you get to sell. But exactly. If I got into the world of common sense. If I've got a Picasso in my basement and no one knows I have a Picasso, I ain't going to sell it. I have that's to put it out for sale mm-hmm. so that people know that I have that Picasso. The same yeah. thing happens with a house. Mm-hmm. You might want to sell it, mm-hmm. and you might have to sell it, but unless you list it. No mm-hmm. one knows any of this. That's right. Okay. And they need That's a the professional in there with them working with them on this. Yeah. I can't That's overemphasize right. this. It's like it's just common sense. And also like we will help some of us they'll come to us and it might take us a week or two weeks, especially in these times now, to get mm-hmm. their home ready for sale. We can do everything. And right. we can help them they're moving somewhere. A lot of people realize we've done this. Well get your house ready for sale. Mm-hmm. Sell your house. Mm-hmm. Get you another house. Mm-hmm. Move mm-hmm. from the house that you're in right now that you just sold to mm-hmm. the house that you bought. We take mm-hmm. all of the stress out of this. Yes. Okay? Yes. And this is where we're doing the complete package. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and, and while we're doing it, we're, we're being mindful of their safety. Uh, we have protocols in place. We wear we wear masks, we wear gloves, we sanitize, yeah. we, we practice social distancing. Uh, even even when a client comes to see the house, we make sure they're wearing masks and wearing gloves and uh, practice social distancing. So, so your, your safety is our number one priority. But uh, at the end of the day, they want to buy and people still need to sell. And if you need to sell, it doesn't hurt to have your home listed because if you don't, like as you said, if you don't get the money you're happy with, you don't have to sell. Yeah. Well, hey, this, this blip, we don't know when it's going to end, mm-hmm. um, but life goes on. And yes. it might go on. And I hope it doesn't. I want us to get a vaccine. I want us to get back to normal as mm-hmm. much as anybody. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I totally but agree. In case it doesn't, you got to prepare for it a little bit on both sides. And here's how we can help. But I know it's Father's Day. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Thank you very much for the call. I know you're busy today. Go sell a house. I will. I'll give up my number. So if people want to reach me, yeah. I can reach at uh, 416-258-3972. Thank you, Rick. I'll see you later. Great. Have a great day, guys. Thank you, too. Eric, hey, uh, if you do want to call us right now, our show is live. Taking your phone calls all about stuff. Your stuff, our stuff, everywhere. Stuff. Stuff. Time out gold, silver, coins, currency, your Royal Dalton, your old your old signs, any of your sports mobilia, any type of old music, your beetle items, that's what the show is about. It could be about your garden gnome. I know garden gnomes can go for a serious value. Like $2 million. million dollars. For, not for a garden gnome. A yes, remember we did a show on garden gnome. Oh, my goodness. How did you forget the garden gnome worth $2 okay, million? So and his sisters threw out the other 12 of them. Oh, my goodness. He had $26 million in garden notes. Oh, wow. Well, if you have $26 million in garden notes or $5 in garden notes, this is the show to call in right now. The number to reach us right now is 416-360-0740. Again, that is 416-360-0740. The toll-free number is 1-866-740-4740. And we'll get back to your calls after the break.
5: For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by New Generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New Generation Kitchens and Bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love from scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory.
1: Welcome back to Family Heroes. We are live in the lounge room taking your phone calls all about stuff. Your stuff, our stuff, everywhere, stuff, stuff. Uh, if you want to reach us right now, we are live to the top of the hour. It is 416-360-0740. Again, it's 416-360-0740. The toll-free number is one 866 740 Four seven four zero. Do you wanna give up the gold prices? I'm gonna do that in minute, but I've, okay, I can do that. It's important. Okay, because we'll do it twice in the show anyway. Okay. On gold right now, gold this week got to twenty three hundred and seventy six dollars US, I mean Canadian, and silver was twenty four dollars. That means your ten karat gold, ten which you'll say uh, four one seven or ten K on it, is twenty six seventy three per gram. Your 14 karat gold, copy this down because you're going to need it during the week. We get called. 37.43 per gram. That's going to say uh, either 14K or it might say 5.83 on it. Uh, Your 18 karat gold is 48.12 per gram. And that'll say 7.50, or it'll say 18K. Your 22 karat gold is 58.82 per gram. Silver is uh, fifty nine cents per gram. On the back of your silver, it's going to have, and you can call us and ask about this. You can either even say if it says sterling. It might say nine two five. It might have three little look at those shields. They're called hallmarks. You can look them up, up online. They're all sterling. Eight hundred. If it has the words eight hundred or eight thirty, they're still silver. It's a silver. Now the big one here is silver dollars. Silver dollars. That's what we're paying. This is not the price we're selling. We're paying $1,238 for a silver dollar right now. <laughs> so if you have silver dollars, that means if you have 100 silver dollars, we'll pay you twelve hundred and thirty-eight dollars for it. If also if you have ones that are better here than your 45, 46, 47, 48, we will pay you more for them. Now, I want to mention this we also sell gold and silver. Okay. Maple leafs at our store, we sell for $30. Our store. The guy next to me sells them for thirty-two, and I actually talked to a guy this year because he came into my store after buying them over there, and I told him, he said, two dollars he would have paid $1,000 less for the same box of silver maple, $1,000, he says, well, they're different, they're 2020s, and I said, well, that means they're new, that means in 2021, guess what the 2020 maples are going to be? They're going to be old maples. It doesn't, no sense of paying a premium for this year. <clears throat> so would you rather pay $32 or $30 for silver he'd already bought them so he couldn't backtrack them, but he paid too much and on the gold and the gold bars he's doing the same thing so if we sell gold bars and we sell silver Like, if someone buys a kilo it's a $1,000 less at our store than his store exact same kilo $1,000 that's a lot of money it is a lot of money it's more you're going to make today okay. I, definitely um, what? You got to say something? Well, Pretend say. you're the co-host. Okay, I want to say something. You've been talking for a long time. Um, th- I just reminder: this is this show is all about stuff. So if you want to call in and you have something, you want to get an idea of what something is worth, right now is the time. It is 416-360-0740. Again, it's 416-360-0740. The toll-free number is 866 740 Let's go to uh, Ian in
4: North York. Hello there. Um, I'm calling about I was wondering, um, uh, about four or five, six years ago, the Toronto Star used to, uh, publish the, the very popular, uh, booklets called Sudoku booklets and people love them. I was wondering, could they ever be, uh, become collector's items mean, because they don't make them anymore? And also, I have a lot of comics from 1989, 1990 to 1994. And would you happen to know, would they have any value or is it not soon or, 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 or I need more time for the comic books? Yeah. I'm not
1: sure. Okay. The comic books, yes. is still people. Um, that's a not great period, but you can have what's happening now with comic books. Well, I'll address star writing first. star, big newspaper. A lot of people bought it and there's not going to be people collecting it. What makes comic books collectible is they've made them since 1934, 35. And actually they made even some before that. But <clears throat> once you have a series of ones and they number them, they're smart about it. You put the month on, and they put in a series of one to 500, whatever it is, people start collecting them. Not everyone does, but they start collecting them like, <clears throat> say you were buying um, uh, Fantastic uh, Spider-Man. You saw the movie, you start collecting the comics, you have lots of money, and you just start collecting. I want to buy every comic book of, of Spider-Man that's been made. Well, the first ones will cost you up to a million dollars. Okay, because there's not many around and more people want them than want to sell them. Your comics are the 90s. They might have some value because it might be a, a comic and went on to do something else. Like I say, it was um, um, Captain Marvel or the, the, the lady Captain Marvel come up. I can't remember. Linda
3: Danvers whatever her name was.
1: And it was her first appearance. That can go up for $2,000 now. It doesn't have to be old. It just has to be you want to have more people wanting something (coughs) than are willing to sell it. Supply and demand, like we were talking about houses a while ago. Once you have more people want to buy it than want to sell it, the price goes up. The opposite happens. If more people want to sell it than buy it, then everyone's saying, okay, i got to get get rid of this thing. And they're willing to take any amount of money, and the price goes down. Okay? But Mm -hmm. comics is something we know about backwards and forwards. You don't have to list them. You don't know have to do just bring them in. We can take a look at them. We'll say if you have anything good there, we'll give you a price on the whole thing. Sometimes you can just put it into one of our auctions, and you can get more money for it. Sometimes you can just say, no, I want to be done with this here. Give me $500. I'll give you $500 for it. It depends on what two things happen. They have to be in good condition, generally, mm-hmm. um, and they have to be uh, uh, in some good titles. Okay. Your superheroes sell better than your funny animals, as I call them. Okay, your Donald Duck and Uncle Scrooge and stuff like that. But if you've got Batman, Superman, things like that, don't throw them out. This is that famous scene of the mother throwing out the kids' car, comic books on and and baseball cards, eh? Oh. It happened. You still got them. You at least go check them out, okay? Thanks. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for the call. <laughs> um, let's go to, yeah, let's go to, uh, Celine in Toronto. Hi, hey, Celine. Oh, we just lost her. Uh, let's, uh, let's go to, uh,
3: Dave Guelph. Hey, David. how are you doing? Good. Welcome to the show. How can we help you, David? Um, I got a LeBron James jersey. Uh, it's signed. Um, and it's got a PSA DNA. Uh, authenticity sticker on it. Um, oh, I also have like a card for it, but I don't exactly know the location of that. It's somewhere in the house, but um, okay. it's not a full-size jersey, however. It's more of like a youth size. Um, and it was when he was with the Miami Heat.
1: Okay, now is it? Is not a game-worn, though?
3: No, no, no way. It would never fit him. Game-worn would
1: be worth a lot of money. So you're paying for it. A- it's uh, LeBron James. Very, very popular. But he's still alive, still signing. <clears throat> um, probably going to be. Oh, I mean, haven't had have James in market, no one ever wants to sell them. If Bob James is put up on the wall, it just stays there. Yeah, if you've done all the important things. You've got the um, the, so the PSA DNA. That means for people are listening, that means it's been authenticated. Okay. <clears throat> this is what we do with my friend Glenn Pye from Glory Days. They'll bring them in to authenticate. His signature, so the people later on know that it is LeBron James. Okay. It can cost you two, sometimes up to a hundred dollars to get these authenticated. Oh, wow. Okay. That's,
3: I didn't know that it, yeah, it would cost that much. No, no,
1: it costs money to do that. In this world, nobody does anything great. I think, personally, I think I would rather have a cab signed LeBron Jersey. I don't like we did in Miami, but uh, that's just my personal Um, (laughs) preference. I'm just saying, uh, did you, did you get it signed or did you get it as a gift signed or how did that work? Uh, I bought it off Kijiji,
3: um, probably eight to 10 years ago. It was, uh, I just, I just found it online and I was just kind of like, you know what, maybe, I didn't even think it was a real legitimate thing. I just bought it just in case it ah, was.
1: Okay. Oh, it's better to take a shot on it, you know. Right, so what yeah. do you think it'd be worth then? Uh, well, they, they say Cleveland's better. They have, yeah, they I mean, I have
3: heard his Cleveland days, but I don't care where he plays. I'll watch him play anytime. Um,
1: I took um, Bogarts and my two girls to see Jordan play yeah. at down uh, the Sky Dome. But, oh, wow! You know, cheap seats. No, on this jersey right now, they're going anywhere between five, eight, up to two thousand dollars. Yeah,
3: I think because I paid like. 250 bucks when i bought this thing
1: <clears throat> that's not bad even the house no no but what you did was the right thing here about if it wasn't psa dna you would want to take that to us so that's what we call being slabs and authenticated because yeah. later on whether, whether you want to sell it as soon as you have that on there people are more willing to pay for that if it's been authenticated i can't overemphasize that um yesterday uh uh, we have those tickets from the 1972, uh, even though I know they're real, 1972 Russia series, I'm going to get them authenticated and put in slabs, okay, okay. so that people later on. Same thing like you did with your jersey. A lot of people don't appreciate it. You've done all the right things here, and later on, if you don't sell it to us today, but say three years from now, you want to get a house or something, perfect. Yeah. Okay, yep. Thanks. That's awesome. thank you very much for the call, David. All right, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks. thanks. That, I think that's always a good thing to do. It's like, if you want to take a shot on something, you know, like it could have been somebody literally just like signing it on a jersey, whatever. Oh, so I got Tim Horton. That's no good. I had of Tim Horton last week. Yeah, but I'm just saying, it's like, you no. Know, then he got it authenticated, and now like, like it just skyrocketed the price. It yeah, up to like 800 bucks, even more. Right? Again, it should have been Cavs jersey. You know, I, I wouldn't even want a Lakers one. Like, you know, like, the only Lakers jersey I'd want would be Kobe, and that'd be it. Hey, Ty, the Lakers is going for 1300 bucks. The Lakers are at these times? Yeah, because there's not as many of them. Because he just got there, and he probably hasn't done the show or anything. Uh, uh, okay,
4: uh, let's go to Don in Toronto.
1: Hi, Don. You got Don there?
4: Yeah, I'm here. Hey, welcome to the show. And how are you today? Fantastic. What do you got for us today? I'm just wondering. I've got a Mayor's Cornish, and Juba from uh, – there's four coins – it's from Winnipeg Centennial Dollar. They're uh Centennial from 1974? Yeah. And it says it's worth one value $1 value in Winnipeg only and they they expire on September 15th, 1974.
1: Okay. These are what we call trade dollars, okay? Yeah. They don't, they'll make them in different metals They mean aluminum, silver plate. The ones are made in silver, and they've made them as gold as well um, for special dignitaries and stuff. Are worth money. The trade dollars given out by a lot of different cities: Kamloops, Kitchener, Toronto, Bond, and some people do collect them, but generally they sell under five dollars each.
4: Uh, okay. Okay.
1: I once uh, bought eleven binders of them at a big auction house downtown. And I paid, I think, $150 for them, took all the silver ones out, melted them, and then sold what was left for about $1,000. Uh, but that's where a case of where I was at an auction, there was no one else bidding against me. <clears throat> I knew what I was bidding on, took the silver out, I think I made $700 or $800 on the silver, and then still managed to sell what was left, because um, this is where... It would have been much better for that person who had that not to put into an auction like that, because they didn't put into a coin auction.
4: I see. Okay, then
1: auction type of thing. Okay.
4: I have one other little item here. I was just wondering. It's from uh, Eaton's, and it's when they first introduced Pumpkin Head and the Little Princess in 1958.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah.
4: And I was just wondering, like it's about 20 pages. It's a little storybook. And oh, it's, it's from, from 1958,
1: 1958. Okay. from Eaton's. Yeah, Eaton's is, um... 15 years ago, a lot of people were collecting Eaton's and stuff like this. Our memories are fading. Yeah. They were the first people who, how do you make a million dollars? You start with a hundred million, do enough stuff wrong, don't worry, you'll get to a million. I can't believe what they did with that franchise. But, that aside, on... Uh, <laughs> these books would be $5, 10 15 Curiosity items, people who, some people collecting the eatings, but I think the more the pumpkin head thing, you know, people remembering that. But in 1958, that was 60 years ago. Right. Kids today don't know it, you know, and there's going to be no new collectors of pumpkin head.
4: Okay, I heard you talking to a caller regarding the Toronto Star. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I was just wondering. I have from uh, the 1960s, 61, 62, 63, the Star Weekly that came out, the magazine.
1: With the pictures of the hockey players or the CFL players in them?
4: I'm not sure. I haven't looked through them all. I
1: just. In the winter months, they'd have uh, hockey players. The full magazines will sell between $5 and $20, depending on the player. Yep. And even if you rip them out and put them into some lofty, I remember doing this as a kid. I took them out and put them in a scrapbook, you know, and you would just uh, cut out the picture or you uh, cut out the whole page and put it in there. Um, they sell, like I said, full magazines, five to 20. Um, the magazines, uh, if you had 20 scrapbooks, you might, 20 pictures of scrapbook, you might get $50, $60. Okay. okay. The Telegram did it. It was hockey. It was hockey. Now, what you would rather have from that time period? It was also the Toronto Star put out little pictures that the that you could buy from your. Um, they were like eight by uh, they were by five four by sixes. Yeah, they sell for around two hundred dollars a set. Or back then was a glory. Remember the York peanut butter glasses? Yes, when they had the picture of the hockey players on them. Yes, they I go do. between a hundred and eight hundred dollars a piece. Uh because a lot of people put them in the dishwasher and wiped them out, and the the picture we wiped up. There was also an old hockey coin. And I know this. Remember, they got them out of Jell O? No, you're telling me to wind up. This is important. People can't see you moving your finger. But this is important to me. And I know that our listeners know about these hockey coins. They have the Jello cars, the planes, the hockey coins. Those will go for $100, 200 300 a set. You have the 68s, they go for about $8,000 for a set of hockey coins. Oh. Okay. See, I'm the only saying is because people have these at home and they don't think about it. You know what I mean? That, there was the old Coke caps. We had on Coca-Cola, you had the hockey players on the top of on those. They had the marbles that went in the post-marble sets. They had the little play, pictures of the hockey players. You got a great big, big wink on it. You played the game. Bogan, this is all before your time.
4: But this stuff sells. People oh. are collecting this stuff. Okay, Bogan, just, just before let you go, just before I let you go, go I don't have them right in front of me, but I have two Kodak cameras with the bulbs. Uh-huh. You know, the
1: little They're used for props only. I'd rather you have the hockey
4: stuff. Thanks uh, a lot for the call. Okay, thanks. Bye okay, bye. All right.
1: Uh, if you do want to call in right now, the number we is 416 360 0740. Again, it's 416 360 0740. The toll free number is 1 866 740 4740. More calls after the break.
5: Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver & Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction held every month is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD.
4: Place over a hundred vendors under one antique roof, all competing to give you the best deal. What do you think happens? The new Southworks Antiques in Cambridge, all 25,000 square feet, sat across the Grand River in Cambridge, selling antiques and nostalgia. The kind of neat stuff that has drawn Paul and Bogart here for more than 20 years. Passing through Cambridge, stop by Southworks Antiques on Water Street and help yourself to free parking. You're going to be here a while. SouthworksAntiques.com. Let's make a deal. Welcome
1: back, we are here, here live the room. Take your phone calls. It's all about stuff. Your stuff, our stuff, everywhere, stuff, stuff. We got a whole people, a lot of ton of people on the line, and we got to get through a lot of stuff. But so, if you do are trying to call in and the lines are busy, just uh, give it a couple minutes and they should free up. Let's get to uh, Val in Toronto. Hello. Are you there? Hello. Hi. Welcome to the show. Hi. How you doing? Good. What do you got for us today? I have um, a Gene Wilder signed um, "Blazing Saddles" the poster. What's that worth? Ooh, I love it. that movie. Stands up the time. That's a great movie. I still like it. A little yeah, politically it's... incorrect today, but still a good movie. <laughs> yeah, a little. Bit. On, um, Gene Wilder is no longer with us I don't think um, right. the movie post Shabbat I had probably about a hundred dollars yeah. because I think they would like maybe a bit more on this um, it's, that was one movie and, uh, the one that was uh, Mad Mad World right. and um, Gene Wilder I'm trying to blazing saddles I also have uh, a couple of, uh, I have one from War of the Worlds and one from uh, The Day the Earth Stood Still. Oh, those are much better. Oh, is that right? Are they repros or real ones? No, they're real ones. Okay. I've had them, I've had them about 30 years, 44, over 40 years, actually. Well, the War of the Earth Stood Still, that, that one's 60. No. <laughs> All right. A lot of them are re some Here's where we, okay, on a movie poster. Let's give you a little bit of a primer here. In the bottom corner, there's going to be four digits. There's going to be digits. It'll say something like um, 46 of 60. 60 will indicate what year it came out, and it's the 46th movie that year. If the comments are in front of it, it's a re-release. Right. Okay? Because some movies, um, they would come back and they would do them for drive-ins or stuff like that. Right. Is it a full broadsheet, or is it like um it's a it's called a window insert I think. It's like a thirty six it? it's about about thirty six inches high by about twelve or fourteen inches wide, something like that. I like the blazing south. The world the Earth, so I have to check on that. I ha I haven't had one of those. Um give me one second.
4: Um
1: Okay, so what is it? I know, I know, but sorry, it's not often I have to go to the computer, but I'm going to the computer right now, <laughs> and I can't. I found out I can't spell with damn. Okay, well, what do you think? What do you think it's worth? What do I oh. think it's worth? Yeah, I well, forty odd years ago, I paid five dollars for it. Well, I'm hoping it's a real one. Where'd you get? Did you get it like uh, Hollywood Canteen or? Captain George's? No, this was long before any of those. Uh, Captain George, I remember Captain George, yeah. Actually, I have some posters from him, come to think of it. <laughs> on, yeah, on, no, uh, he was on Markham uh, Street, uh, Markham, by honest have right, By, by honest ed.
5: Yeah, yeah, I have,
1: um, what do I, I have a Count Yorga vampire from him, I think. So you've got some nice stuff. I'd like to see some of this stuff, because this is a kind of horror, horror, horror comic books, horror movies, uh, science fiction very well, because a lot of that stuff back then was B-grade. It would only be uh, um, on the lesser theaters, like the day the Earth stood still. I don't right. believe was the main attraction ever, okay? But it turned into a cult favorite, like right. Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, or uh, <laughs> it was Attack of the 50-foot Woman, that right. kind of stuff. Right. Right. I have uh, Woody Allen posters also from, from all his movies. Well, they're worth anything. Twenty six thirty six. Yeah, I'd actually. You can send me off a list during the week. I can come up with it. I come up. It'll depend if they've got pinholes in them. Are they rolled or folded? Oh no, they're framed. <laughs> okay. The framing money we won't be able to get back. Hopefully, a guy picked up a taxi driver the other day. The original it's worth about four hundred and fifty dollars. Okay. On. Um, Day the Earth still is probably going to be $100, $200. I'm going to have to check on that. The originals uh-huh. might even be more. Uh, some of those, being, like I said, Bean Movie, like Bella Lugosi, any of those old horrors, Frankenstein,
5: some them right. like
1: $20,000, $30,000, okay? All right. That's what I don't want to give you the wrong information without actually checking, because you really can't go to something like uh, FreeBay on something like this, because this is where the auction results. What it's about, more, uh, Aurora models? I have all my Aurora models. I built in the 60s. Did you build them or you still got them in the boxes? No, I built them. I built them. Thank ah. you. Know. The, um, the Aurora models, if unbuilt, uh, go for about between two and five hundred dollars each. Wow. Okay. The monsters. They also reissued those. There was a resurgence in the 60s. But any of those old models, I'm glad you brought this up, actually. Things like the the baseball player Babe Ruth. If you have the unbuilt models, or uh, and you still have them, or the are the monsters, they can be up to a thousand dollars. Now, if you built them, they're still worth money because people will remember about this. And a lot of times, we built them all, and then we took uh, a BB gun to them when we were kids. You know, shot off his arms or something like that. So people still want to buy these things back because they didn't make that many of them and a lot got destroyed over the years, okay? So these right. are something that might surprise the heck out of a lot of people what they go for. Okay. So I have Frankenstein and the Wolfman and uh, yep. Phantom, Phantom of the Opera. Do you still have, have the boxes? The I don't have the boxes, no. Ah, see, the boxes are worth as much as the model, okay?
3: Uh, thanks a
1: lot. <laughs> thanks a lot for the call. Call me during the week, okay? Okay, thanks a lot. Uh, also, if anybody else they want to call during the week, the number of interest the store is 905-737-4653. Let's go to Alex in Toronto.
2: Hey, Alex. Hey, good morning. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm very good. Um, I have a sector clock. Um, I don't what? know if you've ever heard of this. It's a World War II clock. It's made out of Honduras mahogany. I don't know too much about it. Um, I found it on a website about 15 years ago, and mm-hmm. it's from England. And I don't know if you're familiar with this.
1: No, I'm not. Did you sell it? You should have sold it 15 years ago because clocks just keep on going down in price.
2: Yeah. I had no idea. I sort of put it in the back room, and I sort of left it there. And then when I heard your show, I decided to give you a call and find out if you knew anything about it.
1: A set- What's it called? A separate- I'd like to see a picture. What's it called again? Sorry.
2: It's called the Sector Clock. I'm going to check it right now. Sector. Okay, thank you.
1: This is not often this happens when I have to check the computer twice in one show. You're saying you've never heard (laughs) of a sector clock before? Well, I might might be calling, I might call it something
2: else. When I looked it up, they called it a sector clock. I've seen it in uh, sort of army offices in England and they gave sort of a price on it. Um, But like I said, this was 15 years ago. It does work, but it doesn't work well. Um, I'm not an expert on clocks, so I'm just curious.
1: Um, no wonder you don't see these that often. Okay, and I would... Um, there's one on eBay right now, and I don't know if I'd put I'd, have to, I'd want to do more work before I trusted them. They've got one on eBay right now for $6,500. Uh,
2: yeah, what I heard at the time, they were showing about fifteen. 15- to 1,800 pounds at the time. That's that, That's what they said it, it was worth. I'm assuming a soldier brought it back from the war as sort of yeah. a souvenir.
1: Yeah, and there's another one here. Uh, uh, yeah, no, it's... Um, I would like to see... If this is something actually surprised the heck out of me. See, I get shocked on stuff.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I well, would... Um, nice shape, one like out. I said, I'm not an expert. I don't know if it's been retouched. Um, It does work, but it doesn't work well. Um, And the only thing I really read about it was that it's made from Honduras mahogany, which I know is nice wood. But other than that, I don't know. It's a little larger than a soccer ball, so it's quite large, um, and it's just a wall clock. Um, And I have seen pictures of it sort of in, like, um, Army offices um, where there's people working on computers. Well, not on computers, typewriters at the time, of course. Yeah. But that's all I know about it. So I was just kind of curious, and, I'm, and I've been considering selling it because I'm not an expert, and I'd like to see it go into someone's hands that could either fix it, make it you work bodily, to to or just maybe someone hands. where it brings back some nice memories, right?
1: You know something? I'm going to say this. In this case here, um, give your name to my producer. Okay. Because we're going to be doing another bit of a, a show about our show. And something like this would be interesting enough to feature on our television show.
2: Okay, fair enough.
1: No, because I don't know anything about it. I'm going to be learning as much as you will at the okay. same time. And we can get an expert who will tell us all about this. Things I will say.
0: Uh, don't fix terrific.
1: it, varnish it, clean it, don't do anything to it. Leave it to the original state. And then uh, we can go from there, okay?
2: That sounds great. Thanks for taking my call.
1: Hang on. Yeah, yeah, hang yeah, on. Hang on the line your number to I my producer, Okay. Don't give it over the air. Okay. okay. Thanks for the call. Uh, let's go to Robin Kennington. Wait a minute. I'm still uh, a little bit stunned about learning something. Okay. Go ahead. Hey, Rob. You there? Yeah. Hi. Hi. Welcome to the show. Uh, oh, thank you. Yeah. What I have, uh, it's not mine. It's my sister's. She has the, uh, the midge doll that went with the Barbie doll. Yep. Yep. 64. Yeah. It's about that. Yeah. Probably that. Uh, and she has the case, too. And I was wondering what the value of the image in the case would be. Does she have the original box? Yes. Okay. The box is as much as the case. Because a lot of people sell it, save the case. Because as a kid, that's where you kept all the doll toys, uh, the clothes and stuff in. And that's the thing you put up in the closet you never threw out. You put your dolls in, and whatever it is. So a lot of those survived, where the boxes didn't survive. The Midge goes for between $100 and $400. Uh, depending on which one it is, and depends on the condition, depends on the box. There's a lot of things like that, okay? And there's also the little um, catalogs they gave out back then. Um, all she has is the Midge, none of the other ones? No, she doesn't have the Barbie, no. No, okay. Barbie's the one they really, really collect. You know, guys collect the G.I. Joes, and the women collect the, bar- uh, the Barbies, I mean the little girls. Collect the Barbies. Midge still sells, especially if it's her early ones from the 60s. It was 70s and later, not as much because they, they went to more mass production. What you want on this is something, a lot of times they were just trying it out. They didn't know how it was going. And sometimes the first run would be, uh, they make less of them when they bring them over here. Okay. okay. You know, like, um, I'm going to go off something else for a second. You know, Star Wars. Yeah. They, they had the Star Wars toys. When the first movie came out, well, they were sold out almost immediately because they didn't expect they did as a kind of a test run. And they, that's why the early Star Wars toys were so valuable, especially in the packages. because It was like a test run. Later on, Star Wars toys, they said, this is a good idea. Let's make lots of money. And they made millions of them. And but the same thing would happen with some of these early dolls. If you say the Midge and something like that or the early Barbies, they would order, you know, I don't know what it is. Say they ordered $5,000. which should have been a lot back then, you know. But after it catches on in 1964, they made a lot more Barbie. Okay? Okay. Thanks a lot. Thanks very much. That's the call. We have a few minutes for gold prices if you want. Okay, gold prices. But I want to take... People can call me. They can call me this week. A lot of people call me during the week. 647-298-8989. I don't care if you're in the place of selling the gold. Call me. and Ask me what my prices are at that moment. If my prices are high make sure you're not getting ripped off <coughs> because some places like I'm we're on eBay. We have what we call best offer. and we have a thousand dollar right. And someone every week is always offering 150, $200, $90. People are trying to get away with stuff. And that's what some of these other gold shops are doing the same thing, you know what your prices are, know what your weights are. If they can't tell you what the weight is, run out of the store. They can't tell you what carrot is. They shouldn't be in the gold buying business, but you're welcome to call us. Yeah, see, so they got people calling me right now. I told them to call me right now. Okay. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> so, I want people. You can call my number nine zero six four seven two nine eight eight nine eight nine and ask me what my gold prices are at that moment. If you're either going to buy gold or you're selling gold, how oh, gonna call now? Wait at least three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Don't call right now, like someone just did. What we got to do here is and also, if you need to want to downsize, I can't overemphasize that we know what we're doing, and it sometimes takes a bit of time. Just let us do what we want to do here, okay, in, in helping you uh, downsize. We do everything. We'll help you
4: um,
1: get your house ready for sale, sell it, move you, help you buy another place. If you're going to go rent it. We'll move you. We take the stress out of downsizing. And we know you have those memories. You got memories of other old Father's Day sitting there, okay? <clears throat> but I have to over. I want to just give the gold prices again because this is where most people don't get their fair dessert. Ten carat gold, twenty six seventy three. Fourteen carat gold, thirty seven forty three. Thirty seven dollars and forty three cents. Per gram. You want to know how big a gram is. A typical ring will weigh six, seven grams. Uh for, for eighteen karat gold, forty-eight twelve. Uh twenty-two karat gold, fifty-eight eighty-two. Silver dollars, twelve thirty-eight, and sterling fifty-nine cents a gram. You know what I mean? you might have an old gold watch that you think as a watch, why the watch is worth two hundred dollars it might be $1,000 worth of gold. Well, if you do want to bring that in, our our, our store is at, in Richmond Hill, it's at 10,341 Young Street. Unit number two is just north of Major McKenzie on Young Street. You can come visit us anytime. The number to reach us there is 905-737-4653. We didn't give the, the email address. Uh, well, sales, okay, oh, yeah, the, the email to also reach us is at sales at torontogoldsilver.com. It's in the works to get changed to be smaller, shorter, and easier. But right now, that's what it is. You do want to send picture up, pictures off to us. If you do want to call us next week at the same time, the number to reach us uh, the show is 416-360-0740. Again, that is 416-360-0740. I got an email this week, and it was just beautiful. The most important things
0: in life are not safe. Super important stuff is not. Thanks for tuning in.